Welcome to Acona Beyond the Articles, the podcast of Acona Online, the student-run newspaper for the Academy of the Holy Names in Tampa, Florida. Each episode is hosted by our staff members in which they give their opinions on a variety of current topics. We publish one episode per week, and you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now, let's start the episode. Hey, it's Chloe Mintz. I'm a sophomore staff writer for Acona. And in this week's podcast, we're actually going to be doing the second episode of my series, Let's Get Real. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about mental health and New Year's resolutions, particularly how to develop a good New Year's resolution, the process we should take to follow said resolution and create said resolution, and also making mental health a priority this new year, particularly knowing when we're feeling upset, why we're feeling upset, and what to do about that. Today I'll be joined by Aspen Hunter, a member of Academy's freshman class. So if you're interested in this topic, please continue listening. All right, so I'm now here joined by Aspen Hunter. Hello. So how do you feel about New Year's resolutions, Aspen? I tend to kind of go astray from New Year's resolutions because to me it seems that why wait for the new year to create a goal for yourself? And I think a lot of people do tend to hold back from that and just wait until the new year to be like, okay, in this in 2020, I'm going to start losing weight. Like, I think you can start doing it whenever you want to, rather than going with that very structured thing. And I agree. I personally, I am not opposed to New Year's resolutions. I think that it is a decent way to start the new year, but I do I understand whereas we tend to lose sight of the New Year's resolutions and we no longer want to focus on them as the year comes around. It's literally only in perhaps January and February where we actually stay motivated. And I just, that's the thing about resolutions Uh that I think is the issue because we should have them year-round, like you're saying. And I think that we should try to kind of no longer hold on to this idea that they can only be for the new year because I think that's also when people tend to no longer get motivated not only because they don't want to eat like a vegan Uh which I don't know if that's like the right terminology but if they don't have a vegan lifestyle by March like they might get tired but it's also that it's no longer the new year yeah so one thing that I really wanted to talk about in this podcast because I know that it's a big deal. Like we're in January, everyone loves New Year's resolutions, whether they want to lose weight, read a new book. No one wants that. Just, just us, just us. (laughs) Um, but I just think that we need to talk about how to develop a good, realistic resolution. I just want to add, I think a lot of people, because it's the new year and like everyone makes a new year's resolution, a lot of people feel compelled to just make one for the sake right. of it. Which is, do you know the episode of The Office where, I'm sorry, where they, um, where they make all these new year's resolutions and they're like, oh, I don't know what I want to do, so I'll just put like, eat meals for one. And I just think that's... It shouldn't be taken that lightly. Correct. And, like, if you're going to make a New Year's resolution, like, think about it and don't feel like you have to do it just so that, like, you have one. I agree. And that is one of the things that I was thinking about 
one of the biggest things in making a resolution or like just a goal at that is really understanding who you're doing it for. And I was just reading an article in the health magazine because <laughs> I love I love reading those magazines. But it's talking about extrinsic and intrinsic goals. So extrinsic is doing things for other people and intrinsic is doing things for yourself. And I feel a majority of the time we often get colluded into this idea of having to do something. Like I need to lose weight to make my boyfriend happy, which I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's like that. I don't know if it's like that. Hopefully it's not like that. Yes, hopefully. But it's like, oh, I need to get an A in this class to make my parents happy, which Uh obviously you would probably want to strive for an A, Mm -hmm. but you want to be doing that for yourself. Yeah. And I think like what also kind of happens when you're doing things for other people is that you don't take it as seriously where, or maybe not as seriously, but you're not in it with your full heart. And that's just when they kind of fall apart. I also think it's like, it's really scary to disappoint yourself right. more than other people. Cause disappointing others is unfortunately something that happens all the time. So you're sort of used to it, but disappointing yourself is like, it's harder. Cause it really like, hacks at your mental health it it does and I think that we when we kind of give up we try to give up earlier on rather than later on to kind of lessen that sense of disappointment for sure and I think also another thing that you should think about when creating a new year's resolution is is your goal feasible like it can't be I'm gonna lose 10 pounds by the end of the week, which I, I keep talking about losing weight, but that's literally the only New Year's resolution I know of, which is not good. But you cannot. It's a really common one. It is really common. And you cannot lose 10 pounds in seven days. I mean. That would be like torturing yourself. That would. That would be incredibly unhealthy if you were yeah. actually able to do that. That happened to me once and I had the flu. Oh, that was so bad. That was that. so that was bad. So bad. I was sick for seven days. It was terrible. She came back and everyone was like, oh my God, you're so small. What happened to you? It was so, so funny. It was, it was really so funny. It wasn't, it wasn't funny. It was, um, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't funny, but it she's going to really laugh. It was really bad, but it was like, <laughs> it was funny. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways. Thank you. <laughs> so I think another thing that we were kind of talking about earlier when you were saying that we kind of just like drop them. We need to be patient. We need to let the growth take its time. Oh yeah. You have a whole year. You have a whole year. Exactly. And I think also, you know that thing where they say, oh my goodness, muscle memory. Okay, it's it's not muscle memory. But I think like the more you do it, like the longer you stick with it, the easier it's going to be. Uh And, like, that's, that's the thing with New Year's resolutions. Like, if you want to read, read a book by the end of the year if, it's, if it takes you that a long. Book. A book. One <laughs> singular book. Maybe you can start with reading one page a night. And then... Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. We're laughing because Aspen and I love reading. Yeah. We, yeah. We read a little more than one book. We read a little more than one book. <laughs> so, the other thing that I was thinking about with New Year's resolutions is... Having an opened and kind, opened, having an open and kind mindset. Mm-hmm. So, what what do you have to say about that? Um, I think 
as important as it is to be kind to pe- to other people, it's just as important to be kind to ourselves. Right. So, like, don't beat yourself up if you didn't lose 10 pounds in that one week. Like, right. It's basically humanly impossible. So, yeah. Aspen and I were actually competitive gymnasts for... A very long time. <laughs> time. And that sport, though we love it, is mentally uh-huh. draining. Uh-huh. And there were definitely times when we were not kind on ourselves, uh-huh. when we would not let ourselves like do what it uh-huh. needed to like, And I don't especially know. because it's such a sport of perfecting everything. Like mm-hmm. we out from that we are like the biggest perfectionists. Yes. And agreed. so that like Maybe even more so than it was physically taxing, gymnastics was very, like, mentally taxing. And we kind of developed bad habits of, like, for instance, for a back walkover. That's a skill that you need to get not only on the floor, but also Mm -hmm. on the beam. And we would have, let's say, six months or so to try and get that skill on top of other skills for other Mm -hmm. events. But it was just, it was very difficult. And if we weren't making quite the progress that we wanted, because it's a scary skill. I mean, we're on a beam. Yeah, it's so that's scary. Perhaps four to three feet off the ground or something. Yeah. It and is, it's like three inches wide. Yes, yes perhaps <laughs> less than. Yeah. And you're doing a back, back walkover on that. So that's like a backwards handstand yeah. if you're not familiar with that skill. But if we were not going to get that in that certain amount of time, it was crazy. It was so hard. There were a lot of tears shed. <laughs> a lot of tears shed. So obviously, your New Year's resolution will not be getting a back walkover no, on the beam. But you should be open with yourself. You should be kind. Mm-hmm. And you should know that growth takes time. Yeah, this is for all the other perfectionists out there. <laughs> we know it's hard. We know it's hard. <laughs> we know. And we got your back. Oh, yeah. So another thing that I did not only with gymnastics, but I'm currently doing is developing an inspiring, thought-provoking, motivating mantra. I like it. Yes. Do you have any mantras of your own? None that I can think of at the moment. That's okay. That's okay. I usually say I'm okay because I sometimes get very stressed or Uh very anxious and I need to kind of calm that whirlwind of emotions within my own body and be like yo you gotta slow down dude I kind of had the same thing but it's a little more like stop being crazy (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that and I respect that (laughs) you're welcome but yours is better it's more classy (laughs) well I think I think mantras are unique to every person, Mm -hmm. and I think that when you want to create one, some of the things that I was thinking of when I was creating one of my own is you should have powerful, powerful word choice. Like, you should use strong words like, I am confident, I am strong. You should use adjectives like confident, strong, etc. You should probably keep it simple because you don't want to be repeating like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in seven days. I'm going to lose 10 pounds in seven. Like, you don't, re- <laughs> you don't want to repeat that because that's but too also, long. Also, like, if you use so much repetition, you kind of lose the meaning. Right. And so, yeah. So you want to make sure that even if you do repeat it, you keep it to... Uh-huh. I don't, I don't want to say that you can Just never say sure it. Just make sure you know what it means to you. Right. Exactly. And you should also make it universal, yet also specific, which I know that's 
oxymoronic. Yeah, <laughs> vocab words. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it should be something that you can use anywhere at any time, but it should also be very particular to yourself and to your hardship. So if it's more of an academic-related thing, then maybe you should make it a little bit more about academics. So it can apply to everything school-related. Uh-huh. But if it's a little bit more of like sports, you can also make that like a lifestyle. So you can make a lifestyle mantra. And being like a better person, if you want to do that, you can make it better person mantra. <laughs> and that could be like for personal matters, for your family, uh-huh. friends, etc. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I have a mantra at the moment, that I can think of, but um, this year, instead of doing, like, specific New Year's resolutions, I'm Mm -hmm. focusing on, like, words that I want to think about a lot and kind of take action with, like, um, like, kindness and compassion and, like, justice, which are really important to me right now, like, passion and justice. So what have you done so far with those words? (laughs) I think I'm just, I'm taking it small mm-hmm. steps right now, just like, um, like being kind to others, like considering others' feelings. Right. Um, but I'm really excited for Rose Week because that mm-hmm. I think will really escalate. That. I love that. So, yeah. Aspen, I'm gonna do that now. Okay. Cool. Along with the quotes that I have scattered throughout my room, I'm gonna write words. Oh Aspen yes. Words. Lots of quotes are scattered around. <laughs> it's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> so another thing, this is kind of segueing into the second part of this talk. But as we were talking about about earlier. Aspen and I are both perfectionists (laughs) and that has definitely took a toll on our mental health and I think that everyone regardless of what New Year's resolutions you currently have we should all make an effort to really try and understand our mental health this coming year especially as we're in high school because I feel like sometimes we allow ourselves to reach a breaking point of stress of anxiety of whatever it may be to you and we just implode and we don't really appreciate and I don't mean to say that in like a negative way because Uh obviously that happens to me as well but we just kind of lose sight of what's most important in life and we're not always taking care to and I don't mean to make this like so melancholy but honestly we kind of have like four years of high school before we actually become an adult before we actually leave the nest of our family and friends and I know I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah but it's I think that we really need to remember those things so that's why I just think that we should really take into consideration our mental health yeah I agree is there anything that you like to do to keep yourself from self-imploding um well actually um at my church youth group on Wednesday we talked about stress and like how we deal with it so I was thinking about it, and, like, normally when I'm stressed out, I kind of, <laughs> I tend to just keep working, which is, right. uh, which I know is definitely not good. So he, t- my, um, my friend was talking about um, how we should kind of take a breather and slow down, and what I like to do is, like, read a book or and a lot of people said that they like to watch Netflix just to kind of distract themselves and calm down a little bit and I also think just like 
Definitely relaxing is good. I really like that. However you like to do it. <laughs> I think self-care is super important, whether you just want to not do anything, mm-hmm. cry, don't, don't. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say, but I thought that my friends might be a little concerned. <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> it's you're letting like, it out. I cry, that's how I deal with stress. <laughs> and it's true, but, like, it it's not, like, it makes, it's, like, I think it's a good thing sometimes. I like, agree. it can go to a bad situation, but right. it's good to let it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, kind of getting into that, because obviously there are different ways that we decompress, and I think crying is totally okay. Uh-huh. But there are other times when crying excessively, which I don't just mean to say it's not just crime, and I don't mean to make that sound like lighthearted, but that's when we can kind of stray into much more of like this anxiety. And mm-hmm. kind of what I wanted to also discuss is just becoming more self-aware of what's happening to you. So I've kind of created a list of different responses that your body might have when it is presented with fear, oh. stressors. I don't really know what else <laughs> yeah. because I am only pretty familiar with anxiety. So that's really uh-huh. all I will kind of discuss. But what I kind of think, which you will probably have different ones, but I get like a stomach ache, like nerves, I get shaky, I hyperventilate, uh-huh. I get like really sweaty because I'm just like clammy like that. Uh-huh. Does, does any of that happen to you? Um, yeah, like in when I get super stressed out, I feel like my stomach hurts mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. I kind of, well, when I get really stressed out, it's like, two ways like what you mentioned Mm -hmm. or like I get eerily calm exactly and I just I just feel so strange and like very withdrawn and that happens yes a lot yeah so if you're listening and you're like wow that happens to me I get anxiety all the time well have no fear I have a solution (laughs) sort of a half solution that I am working on myself but I think If you notice these symptoms, if you're like, oh my gosh, my hands are getting really sweaty. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh, my stomach feels like there's nerves. Then you should probably be like, yo, I got to take a step back. Uh And you need to reevaluate it and start asking yourself some questions. Number one, why am I feeling this way? So Aspen, you're going to be my test subject. Why are you feeling anxious right now? I'm feeling anxious because I just had poetry out loud, and I I just got so nervous, and I felt like I was going to throw up, and I was shaking the whole time, and I just feel very stressed out right now. I'm really sorry about that. What about poetry out loud made you anxious? Um, I think just talking in front of everybody and having to memorize it because it was very... It gave a lot of pressure that I had to have everything memorized because I didn't want to have to forget it. I didn't want to accidentally forget my poem. Why are you scared of forgetting your poem? Why do you have to have it memorized? Other than it's a a grade. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. Oh, okay, okay. Just keep going Um, So I can get a good grade and start my English year off well, semester off well. And um, just I think because it's scary going in front of everybody else because like if other people don't forget anything and do like perfectly then you feel pressured to kind of do it the same and just remember everything and it's yeah Uh aha we have identified the problem it's what's it called 
Extrinsic. Yes, it is extrinsic, number one. <laughs> but it's also insecurity. <laughs> Whoa, I just self-diagnosed. This is a scenario, by the way. Yes, I don't is. feel this way in real life. Okay. I'm just kidding, I am. No, 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 but I mean, I am too. I think that we all are. But if you keep asking yourself, I just mean the poetry out loud scenario. Yes, the poetry (laughs) out loud scenario. But it's important that we keep asking ourselves this because then we'll kind of come down to this last thing. We're like, okay, we're scared of either looking, I don't want to say, like looking a certain way in front of other people. We don't want to like disappoint anyone. We don't want anyone to think that we're not smart. Like, that's honestly what it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, for sure. That happens to me all the time. Me too. Especially with test grades. So when, when I was not trying to say, it's okay to have insecurities. I, I just want to let that out there. Uh-huh, for seems, sure. Everyone deals with yes. it. Like, you're not alone. But I definitely think that it's important to know exactly what's bothering you. To know that it, if it is insecurity or not. Or if it is just, you have a lot on your plate right now. And it's like overloading. But then you can kind of take a step back from there. And number one, realize that you are your own person. You can do whatever you want to do. You have all the capabilities and means to do so. Maybe they're not presented right in front of you right then and there, but you can get them eventually. You can work to get there. And I think with having identified an insecurity, you can become very strong, very confident. You can be like, yo, I'm Chloe Mintz. I'm Aspen Hunter. Yeah. And I do not care what you have to say about my poetry out loud. Well, so yeah. Of. <laughs> yeah, but, you can just, but I think that you just really need to be, you just need to become self-aware of that, or if it's like an overload of homework, you need mm-hmm. to step back and be like, okay, is this the end of the world? Absolutely not. I'm going to look back on this, maybe next week and be like, God, why was she so stressed out over homework? Seriously. <laughs> so that's just something that you really need to take into consideration from, in my perspective, point of view in my perspective in my opinion in my opinion (laughs) and this is something that I have to do quite often but I have thought it thought it to be helpful yeah I think that is super helpful and extra bonus point we call this in computer science abstraction Oh, shout out to Mrs. Lamb. You taught me some. You taught me something, a, among other things. Among other something. things, but also this idea of abstracting this big thing called anxiety and breaking it down to this tiny little thing known as a little insecurity. For the listeners, she's pinching her fingers. Yes, to um to show how big and small anxiety should be, and. This is kind of a continuation. I don't want to say continuation, but also I did have another podcast three or so months ago, which was just like all kind of about mental health. And this is just, I don't want to, it's obviously not a continuation, but it is kind of similar in the idea that we are talking a little bit more about, about mental health. And I think that it's just important that we are aware of it because I mean, I don't want to speak on behalf of you, Aspen, but, like, I know that, like, it bothers me. I, I When I say bothers, I don't want to say that, like, oh, I'm so annoyed that I have anxiety. But it's just, like, it's present in every uh-huh. day. Yeah, it's just something you live with, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes this stress can become debilitating, whereas, like... 
But anxiety yeah. should not be something that you have to live with. Yeah. Yeah. It should not be. And I think that, like, we all will have, like, little stressors in life. But I don't know. I feel like you should be... I feel like you should have it under control. Like, you don't yeah. want it to exceed any yeah, normal don't overwhelm parameters. yourself. Exactly. Sure. So, like, you were saying earlier, like, when, like, you read to calm yourself down, mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful. It is. It's like escaping into another place. I totally would Not that I angry. avoid my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's But it's good to thing. take a break sometimes. It like, is you should never break. avoid what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I was thinking about, because I've recently been going through quite a bit mm-hmm. of anxiety. Yeah. I mean, I think that we all have, but I think that we have two reactions, maybe three. And I, I was going to say fight fight or flight, and I think that definitely is a reaction that we have. That's like its own separate thing. Uh-huh. But I think we can also ignore it. We can let it just overcome so like when I say ignore it you kind of like push it away don't want to deal with it uh-huh. when you let it overcome you that's like when you're just hysterical and yeah. that's when it becomes debilitating uh-huh. or you have the third option which is more of like this fighting option and recognizing that it's there and I don't want to say that you're going to fight this anxiety and be like boom I kicked you in the face you're out of the game like that's obviously now, you should address it, and I think that you should be aware that it will be present in your life, but you should also not let it overcome you. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I do, too. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but that, that's because I came up with that. <laughs> or at least I think I did. I, I don't know. Good job. <laughs> okay. I think it's also um, important, kind of going back... I keep making circles. I'm making little circles here. That's okay. That's good. But I think it's also important not only when... So we're talking about addressing our mental health. Like, that is something that we Mm -hmm. should be focusing on in the new year. Just because I I think that there's a negative stigma, which, again, this kind of goes back to that other podcast, which is how teenagers deal with mental health. But there's obviously a negative stigma about mental health in society. I mean, how do you feel about that, Aspen? Um, I think it's definitely something that should be addressed because mm-hmm. I think there are kind of two ways that mental health is seen in society. And more recently, I feel like it's been kind of glorified. Right. Like people have been like, oh, I'm depressed, but mm-hmm. that isn't something that you should say so lightly. Right. And I feel like a lot of people do that. Um, right. And then the other way I think is kind of pushing it away and kind Mm -hmm. of and either ignoring it or like being completely against it like some like she has anxiety something's wrong with her which should never like that should never be something that is thought about I 100% because it's like very normal like having like mental health is really a big thing these days and like always Mm -hmm. but I think it's being addressed a lot more often now and it's good and I think that if we were to maybe focus on our mental health a little bit more this new year's which mm-hmm. there's another part that I want to talk about in like a minute but just like going back to this really quickly I think the more that we talk about it with ourselves the more it will become accepted in society yeah. and perhaps a more respectful or like a more positive manner because obviously 
we want it to be spoken about, but like you said, we don't want to glorify it because then it kind of makes it seem like people dealing with PTSD or with anxiety or depression. Like, it makes it seem like their problems are kind of futile. Yeah. And that's not really fair to them. So I definitely think that we need to find the right balance. Mm -hmm. I guess I kind of do have New Year's resolutions. Like, I don't... I don't have, like, the more material ones, I guess, where it's, like, losing weight, Mm -hmm. becoming vegan, which is, which are good resolutions, but I'm not personally focusing on those. I think this year I definitely, going with, like, the mental health thing, I'm trying to learn a lot more about myself and kind of, like, really understand myself and like my faith a lot more I agree so yeah that's I guess I kind of do have that kind of new year's resolution but I really like that and I think that number one kind of getting to know yourself better getting to know a little bit more about your mental health about addressing your stressors you will then be able to overcome roadblocks when it comes time like if you want to have other new year's resolutions for instance if you wanted to eat healthier, if you wanted to get closer to yourself and understanding like your faith, like you were saying, or if, I don't know, you wanted to read that book. Like, let's say like it was just really difficult for you to get through that one chapter, but if you were able to kind of have already undergone all these stressors of everyday life, you can mm-hmm. maybe push yourself to try and complete it. Or you could start asking yourself questions like, why do I not want to read this book? Like, can I just read one page? Or like, I don't know, you could do stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I just feel like if you address more untangible, intangible, intangible, intangible um, stressors or intangible roadblocks, which kind of all of them are roadblocks. Mm -hmm. Like with your mental health, it's just like a majority of the time it's just like, oh, there's anxiety right there. I just, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Or like, I don't know, something along those lines, but like if you have like a New Year's resolution, there's like the roadblock of I cannot get through this one page. Like that's a little bit more physical. It's like kind of there. So I could feel like if you've already gotten past the one hurdle with anxiety, you can get through the second hurdle. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to speak on behalf of anyone when I say that. I'm most definitely not going to speak for myself when I say that (laughs) because I need to work on everything that we've just been saying. Uh Okay, and I was just thinking about this, like, another thing that I wanted to do going into this podcast is that sometimes, this is a little bit more about mental health and also these resolutions, but sometimes I feel like we have a very, very negative self-confidence. Yeah, We just berate ourselves constantly, and that is not healthy at all. Not at all. I know. Yeah. And I think that we definitely see it, like, being in high school more. Uh-huh. Or, I don't want to say being in high school more. I think I... that's another thing that's really, like, glorified nowadays. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, I hate myself. But it's, like, that's another thing that shouldn't be taken lightly. Right. Like, oh, I'm so fat. Like, I think a lot of people say that about themselves, and... It's a very serious issue, but it's also, like, in society kind of joked about, I guess. It's, it's just not taken with the utmost sincerity, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah. And I definitely, like, I think that especially when it comes time for New Year's resolutions, which I definitely think is 
another reason why you may not like resolutions because I know that this happens to me, but like if I were to want to let go of my resolution or if I was like, this is too difficult, I immediately feel incredibly guilty. I know. And I berate myself. Yeah, for sure. I don't think that's healthy with the resolutions sometimes. So that's why we should definitely try to make them a little bit more feasible Mm -hmm. and just know to be confident in yourself Mm-hmm. And not beat yourself up. Like, at yeah. all. Yeah. Sister Mary Glavin, I'm repeating what you told me, <laughs> but I was having a conversation with Sister two days ago, and she taught me the word awfulize. Yes, oh. it is a word. Look it up in the dictionary. Well, I, I don't know if it is. It's <laughs> definitely not a word. That's a joke. Sister Mary Glavin, if you're making up words, please tell us. Yes, yes we'll add it to the Ashley Chloe Dictionary. <laughs> But we tend to awfulize things and make things really bad. Yeah. Like, we turn everything into a negative Yeah, problem. I think we all have, a lot, a lot of the time, have, like, a more pessimistic view on life and right. stuff. Yeah, and I'm guilty just, of that. <laughs> yeah, and it's just not good. Uh-huh. Like, I don't mean to be all parental- but high school is the best years of your life. Sorry, sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> I know. So I, I don't know. But that's, it might not be, but I definitely think that you should appreciate it yeah. for what it gives you. I feel like you learn a lot because you're mm-hmm. obviously starting out at 15, 14 mm-hmm. to 18. I mean, like, you're a fully-fledged... Well, I don't want to say fully-fledged. Not fully-fledged. But you are now an adult. So you started from being a tiny little 8th grader kid to an adult. Mm. That's that's growth. That's crazy. Yes, you can vote. Do you know, like, how much growth you do in those four years? So much. That's That's crazy. So So I really think that we need to appreciate this time. Mm -hmm. We don't have to pay taxes. I know, really... Really don't take that for granted. Don't take it for granted. <laughs> because obviously Aspen and I know so much about taxes. Everything there is to know. Seriously. <laughs> what, what are taxes? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But I just think if there's anything to take from what we've just spoken about today, which is kind of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think that you should know, number one, Create good resolutions that are practical and reasonable for yourself. Mm -hmm. Do them for yourself. And also be kind to yourself. Yeah. I think that's most important. Is there anything that you would like to to add to conclude? I like that. I think that's great. So no, I don't have (laughs) anything to add. All right, then. Well, I'm going to quote my favorite person. Just kidding. Not my favorite person, but one of my favorite people. Emma Lovewell from Peloton. (laughs) she's obsessed I am obsessed live, learn, love well peace peace (laughs) so I just want to thank you all for listening to today's podcast I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you were able to take something away from what Aspen and I were talking about. And I also want to give a quick thank you to Aspen, a member of Academy's freshman class, 
I'm so grateful that she was able to partake in this podcast with me and share her own thoughts and her own opinions. So thank you, Aspen. And once more, thank you everyone for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.